0: my gosh all right so guys this is uh jovan brumfield you've already heard my co-host individual episodes and i'm coming in on the tail end with the best episode uh unestablished has ever produced (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah jovan did you bring a drink to for tonight or no well i
1: have I have a little something. It's not an adult beverage, but it's a beverage nonetheless.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm sipping on Josh Rosé. I am living the brokerage lifestyle. I'm finishing a bottle from a previous episode. So you guys need to go back and listen to that and um, listen to my review. But... I wanted to share some intimate things about my life, that things that have been going on behind the scenes. We know that you guys get to know about Unestablished as a whole. But one of the things that we value the most with our individual episodes is that we get to tell you about us individually. So a few things that I'm working on is my first book, Snaps for That. I'm excited to bring that out in 2023. Um, More information to follow, you can go follow um, Passion After 30, for my writing journey, Ooh. yes, and um, so I'm lately. I've been just trying to take the time to be more mindful, be present in the moment, and intentional about discovering new things that I enjoy. Part of the um, discussion that I'll be having with my episodes of Passion After Thirty, and a few things that I've created on my bucket list is reading a new book. And I recently learned that I'm a self-help junkie. <laughs>
1: i bought a membership i think i'm with you on that i really do
0: (laughs) i think uh i have like signed up for books a million and then i went and bought like six different books that i have yet to read yet (laughs) so i think that classifies me as a junkie yeah 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 what's one of the books that you picked up that you like
1: Oh my goodness, there's this book, um there's a therapist that I love. Her name is Nedra, I believe the pronunciation of her last name is Tawah. Yes, I
0: just picked I that love one up. Her,
1: her boundaries book. Yes. Like she if there's not a therapy session that I'm going to, she's my therapist, you know, my therapist friend on social media and like I share all of her content. Uh-huh. I just love her. I love her perspective. It's relatable, it's real world, it's it's the thing that we're dealing with, right? right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I love her. So yes, I have her Boundaries book. Yeah,
0: I ha- we had another therapist in season two, I believe, come on and recommend that book. And we've been um, mm-hmm. trying to get our hands on it and read it. But as a group, that has not happened. So hopefully it'll happen soon. <laughs> I have the book, so that's step one.
1: <laughs> yes, well, let me know when you guys read it because I have it as well and I have not yet started it. So that would be a great inspiration for me
0: Oh, uh, okay, book club. <laughs>
1: Yes, come on.
0: <laughs> so a few other things that I wanted to do was um start going camping. I am I love being outside Ooh. outside, but I hate bugs, so I don't know how that's gonna work. I'm gonna have to have like an air conditioned tent.
1: You could, but it probably won't be so bad. I used to go camping when I was a Girl Scout many, 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 many years ago. And it was always a great time. And so you can, like, you know, these days, there's this whole glamping thing, right? So you could even go do one of the domes, one of the glamping domes. Yes.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about.
1: Monique knows it. Monique knows I'm full of useless information, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just random information. So, yeah. So you could go to one of the glamping domes. And in that way, you get a chance to have your camping experience, but also a bit of a luxe luxury type so yeah I think you should consider the the glamping domes I think that because then they have some you know that have like hot tubs on the outside or they have outdoor showers or outdoor tubs um the views for all the ones I've researched obviously I've spent a bit of time looking into these the views are amazing they're absolutely gorgeous um and it seems like it'll be a great way to just disconnect and relax And then I also saw, I'll have to find the name of this other place I found on social media. It's just like these cabins that are like a bed and a little mini kitchenette, but it's not a dome. It's just like this little bitty, almost like container cabin. And it's like in the middle of nowhere. And like you can't get cell service. They have a box for you to put your cell phone into when you arrive. Like it is all about disconnecting like for real for real.
0: I'm sorry. That's the like one thing I am not <laughs> giving up when I go when I go glamping, I need to still have access to nine one one.
1: Okay. Okay. Well we're gonna keep you with the, the glamping domes then. Yes. you stick with the dome. Let me try
0: that first. Cause no, like yes, I don't want to put my life in nobody's hands
1: <laughs> like that. <Mm-mm. laughs> they have a phone they have a phone in the cabin. There's a phone in the cabin.
0: Okay you're just like,
1: you're just locked. yes, you're just locking away your cell phone so that you can truly disconnect and just experience nature. I've got to find the name of that place, I'm gonna find it for you. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs>
0: but no, at first I was like, uh uh-uh, uh, that's not gonna work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing that. Uh-uh. Okay, well, stick to, stick to the glamping domes, but you can also, I mean, I've seen some really dope tents where people have put like. You know, inflatable air mattresses, sofas. You can make this tent situation be really, really special and nice and comfortable and cozy. I've seen tents that have TVs. Like, You can have whatever you want and, you know, get you a bug zapper.
0: Yeah, I started following a few people on Instagram and they were sharing um, like a lot of hiking trails and stuff in Georgia. So that's something that I'll definitely consider. Apparently, like Georgia and North Carolina have a lot of cute camping places. That's good to know. Yeah, I know, right? Not too far from you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But a few other things that I wanted to try on my bucket list is finding inexpensive ways to visit other countries. I recently went to Mm. Greece and that was an amazing experience. So I'm like, I want to go. Yes, it is beautiful. Like any picture that you could Google, it looks exactly like that.
1: Wow. Mm -hmm. That's on my list. It's on my list. You have to
0: go. Um, Yes. And then I want to sign up for tennis lessons. Mm, All right, Serena. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) But that was not because she's been like in the media lately. It's, I've always wanted to learn how to play, but the way that cardio is set up.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's real.
0: I will watch that ball pass right past me and just be like, no, I'll go get that later. No,
1: See, see, it's all about, it's overall wellness right it's on your bucket list but it's also physical wellness you have to do you have to have the whole experience you can't do it that way if you're going to do it you have to do it
0: yeah i have to build build up my um stamina oh, my up for this for real
1: I've, all, I've always wanted to take martial arts classes really? and there's a place like this down the street from my home yes i don't know why i really don't know why always wanted to take a martial arts class and i keep saying that i'm going to go and sign up and i don't know what it is that i think it's going to do for me but it's just (laughs) one of those things
0: it's a stress reliever
1: yeah i think it will help me stay peaceful and calm and centered and i just have this vision of becoming like this ninja of some sort you know like just being really ready if you walk up on me like i'll be really really ready
0: but you are a business ninja though i will give you that
1: Oh, thanks. I want to be like a real one in the street.
0: <laughs> you said you want to be about it, about it.
1: Yeah. You know, we're in
0: the street. You can have it. Cause I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> you know how you see like that one person start running and then everybody else follows. Yes. I'm, the, Everybody's running? Mm, yes. I'm the second in line.
1: <laughs> You're the lead runner. Yeah. lead runner. Speaking of running,
0: the last thing on my list is I want to do a 5K race. So between tennis and this race, I got to get myself out here and get to running.
1: Have you started training for that?
0: No. You see, it's
1: the last one on the list, right? (laughs) No, but there's an app, right? See, I told you, full of random information. There's an app called Couch to 5K. And it gives you a program to follow. And so you actually do intervals of walking and running until you build up your endurance and you're running a full 5K.
0: See, this is why I hired you as my business coach.
1: (laughs) People would just have to understand. This is what happens. And you can attest to this. This is what happens. People mention something. I'm like, oh yeah, there's this. Uh Oh, hey, did you know about that? (laughs) Just random information. And this is why the name of my business it's laniap yeah, because you always get a little something extra. You just never quite know. I never know. What I'm going to pull out. You never know what I'm going to pull out the box of tricks. <laughs>
0: So listeners, the voice you have been hearing is Javon Brumfield, and she is my personal business coach. And I absolutely adore hey. her. We're going to give credit to our mutual friend, Jared Dam of It's About Damn Time podcast, who brought us together. <laughs> yes, we appreciate you, Jared. So he brought us together. And since then, my um, I've been working with Javon to basically grow my business. But somehow she's, you know, giving me a little therapy in between.
1: we do it all well and here's the thing is we talk about all the time and i say this and it is such a real thing for me and for everyone that i've spoken with the entrepreneurial journey is a personal journey yes and you meet yourself on that journey and so you can't really get one without the other people think oh i'm going to start a business well starting a business is going to force you to confront yourself and if you were smart and you're wise, then you will deal with the things that you encounter so that you can progress and move forward because your personal issues will hinder you in business. So a lot of the work that I do with my clients is not so much about business. We talk about business, but before we really get into that, we have to talk about mindset.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, what do we think? What do we believe? How do we function? Because it's a shift. You know, even if you were an amazing person in whatever field you were in, there's a shift once you become the boss, once you become the business owner.
0: Yeah, I was just telling someone the other day, how me and you were cracking up laughing when I wanted to fire someone and you was like, "Oh no, you're going to get a lawsuit if you handle that situation like that." <laughs> and I was reminded that I had big girl problems. <laughs> so there is a mind You know, it there's a mindset yes. shift that has to happen like I'm not just running any type of business this is like real life here
1: it is real life and you have to be prepared for it and the reality is people don't know what they don't know and even if you have experience running a business it's still different when it's yours it's still different when you're in that seat even for me it is much easier to give advice than it is to take Mm -hmm. it So I would find myself giving advice to my clients and going, you need to do the same thing for your own business. (laughs) Like (laughs) You need to pull this together. You need to complete that exercise Uh, just because it's just easier. It's easier to give that advice than to take it. But it's necessary.
0: I'm always ready for your advice. <laughs> but good news, I increase my therapy sessions as we,
1: <laughs> so
0: that you and I can focus more on the business aspect in our sessions um, as I transition to being a full time entrepreneur. And that's why we're here. We're yes. talking about that journey yes. of making the faith jump, of, you know, dedicating yourself to your business going after your dreams, doing whatever your intuition is telling you to do. And since I've made the decision and set a hard date of when I was going to leave my nine to five, um, I have had more clients reaching out and actually securing cleanings than I ever could have imagined. So I'm just like, imagine what I can do when I'm full time. My mind is already blown. (laughs) And I'm so excited that I get to go on this journey with you.
1: <laughs> oh, listen! It is truly my pleasure. It brings me so much joy. I get so excited. One thing that I'll tell y'all about Monique, I said to her, "Well, when we had the initial call, I was in a place. Where I was like, I'm not taking any more coaching clients. You did. I'm, I'm working <laughs> on something different. I don't even want any more coaching clients. People don't listen. It, it's just not worth it for me." And we had a conversation, and I say this to you every session, and I'll say it here in public forum, she has it, she gets it, she just doesn't know that she has it, and she's got it. And so it is such a pleasure to be a part of seeing this manifest, and seeing this come to life, and seeing you make the mindset shift in the transition. And as we talked about, it's like, just like the Will Smith quote says, you just have to decide. And once you decide, once you decide that this is what I'm doing, the entire universe will conspire to make it happen for you. And that's what you're seeing manifest. That's what I've seen manifest. It just takes that decision and then that consistent effort after that. So once you make the decision, then you just continue making small steps towards whatever that goal is. And you'll be amazed at what happens. It's The reality is people think it's about skill and talent and all of those things. And yes, that helps. But if you really look at the people that are successful, if you really look at the people who are doing the things that we say we want to do, it's the people that just stay in it and they're willing to take the chance and they're willing to keep trying and they get knocked down and they get back up. Um, I went to a workshop recently and a local realtor, shout out to Marion Clayville-Burks and she said something. I had to write it down because, you know, I'm a quote junkie. And she says, you get the life you believe you deserve. And that's where the mindset comes in. And we talk so much about how the people who are rich and successful, it's not that they're the smartest, it's not that they're the best, they just believe they deserve it. And so what could you be, what could you have, what could your life look like if you started with believing that you deserve it? And even if you don't, start with an af—you a know, set of affirmations, a set of statements, a set of you know just visions and dreams. Write out your vision, write out your dreams, start there. Listen, you'll be surprised how it changes your life.
0: I've already started planning for 2023. Now, if you ask me, <laughs> if you ask me two years ago if I would be in this position, I'd be like, You're lying. I will still be struggling with <laughs> caring about what other people think, um, mm-hmm. weighing all the odds against me. How am I gonna start mm-hmm. this business while I'm working my nine to five? And somehow when I wanted to find a way, I found it. I've mm-hmm. been able to take on clients in the um, weekends. And it just grew by word of mouth from there.
1: Yeah, it, it's amazing how it happened. Like, and people think this is the other thing that just has resume- resonated with me and then also with my business partner. Like everyone wants to tell you about your marketing strategy and your social media posts and you need to go live and you need to do this. No, you can do those things. Don't get me wrong. They can be helpful. But the single most important thing that you need to do is make the decision decide that this is what you're going to do. Once you decide, everything else changes. It's like you have to allow yourself to believe that certain things are possible. And that's why I say you meet yourself on this journey, because we inherently sometimes are our own worst enemy. We don't believe that we can do these things. We are so caught up and conditioned to think a certain way. And you and I had that conversation Mm -hmm. to think like, oh, this is a good job. You've got benefits. It's a good job. Why why would you leave a good job? Well, because it doesn't make me happy. And so do we believe that we can have a life that makes us happy? Do you believe that you can create and have a life where you have the freedom to do things you enjoy? Why must we be functioning as if the things we do have to be difficult? They have to be cumbersome. We have to toil and work really hard. Why can't I do things that I enjoy that don't feel like work? Hello. And get paid for it.
0: Sign me up yesterday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And and we will. (laughs) We will.
0: I want to add the second thing, most important thing that you need outside of deciding is building your community because as the title of this episode is I need help and (laughs) whether you hire a business coach an accountant whoever you need help along this journey um to besides Jovan and my therapist I don't know if I would have been at this point because they consistently give me that that emotional help and stretch me beyond anything that I could have imagined so um one of the things that you mentioned before is that done is better than perfect. Better than yes. perfect, progress over perfection. <laughs> yes, and I want to you spin that out um, instead of talking about like work that we do, making connections mm-hmm. regardless to, you know, how you and that person met or what you have mm-hmm. in common. Making that connection is better done than some perfect um, exchange start the community today (laughs) and let it grow naturally from there because your people will come to you
1: let me tell you and I think I shared this with you so one of my prayers this year has been for my people people that are aligned to me connected to me people who operate in the way that I do allow my people to find me yes right allow me to connect with people who I can actually have a sense of community with, who I can be open and authentic and vulnerable with, who I can share my fears with, who I can just be me. Because that's the thing. Unfortunately, we live in a world that's built on a facade. And so you really have to, like you said, just start to build connections and find people who you can be your authentic self with. I can show up And it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't have to have it all together. They're open, they extend grace, Mm and allow me to be me. And, you know, this is another quote that I've seen y'all will find, I love quotes, but one that I love to say all the time, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Mm So you're going to also have to be mindful that when you're building this community some of the people that you would want or expect to be in your circle or in your community they may not be a fit because they may not be at the same place or on the same path of the journey that you're on you know we often say we go to therapy to deal with people who won't go to therapy right? <laughs> you know, some of the people that you love the most may not be the people that are necessary for your growth on this journey. So you do have to get out and go find those people. And I'll tell you, whether it be through my business coach, whether it be through other conversations I'm having, whether it be through clients, it just blows my mind the number of people who do not have a person that they can do what we do, where they can talk about their business and their struggles and their challenges and just talk about the journey. And they literally, one of my colleagues in the coaching program that I mean, she's, we were talking about this and the importance of community and business besties and all of that. And she says, Javon, how do you find one? And it had never occurred to me (laughs) That it's a thing, you know, that some people need to go and find. Um, so it's a real it's a real thing. You know, I'm blessed that I have a friend that I've been friends with since college. And we just naturally we're nerds and we like to research and we like to talk about these things all the time. And so I have a built in business bestie. It works. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm also very clear in learning that a lot of people don't have that. And it's necessary. It is so necessary.
0: It's not. And I love that you have your shirt that says collaboration over competition. Yes.
1: Y'all see it? Because as
0: as Black women, that is so real. Like you have people that Mm -hmm. are hesitant. Um, And gratefully, this has not been my experience. But I've heard the stories. I've seen the Instagram posts or the tweets where Mm -hmm. Black women, you open up to them and then you you know, get hurt or they steal your idea, blah, blah, blah. Like it doesn't have to always be like that. So for anybody that has been burned in that space, I encourage you to give it another try. Um, One group of ladies that I've connected with that has been very um, instrumental in just keeping me encouraged um, is baddies with business. You can connect with them on Instagram. Mm. It's a group of black women. We get together once every quarter. We have a retreat every year. I just went to my first retreat and we did this exercise where we got in the Soul Train line and everyone had to walk down the <laughs> aisle and manifest what they wanted for next year. And wow. my speech was that I wanted to be full-time in my business and I was completely vulnerable. I said, you know, what my struggles were and we had to say what the good things that we wanted. And you maybe had someone that said, oh, I just want my podcast to be successful or I just want my business to... Um, have 10 clients but then you had a group of women saying no your podcast isn't going to be just successful it's going to be award-winning you're not going to just Mm -hmm. have 10 clients you're going to have more than enough clients so Mm -hmm. i encourage everyone to um connect with them but if you can't um find a group or maybe that style of networking doesn't work for you by all means get a business coach or start with close friends um i agree with you coach joe that not everyone can give you information on this, like um, give you support on this mm-hmm. journey. There are friends that I just cannot talk about the things that I'm getting ready to do because they are not mm-hmm. at the same faith level as I'm, that I'm at.
1: And they yes. won't talk. I'm going to talk about that face wall. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a hashtag My for family. us. I'm sorry for your, That was a hashtag for several years because this is a faith wall. Yes. It is a faith walk and you certainly cannot have that conversation. You cannot talk about your dreams and desires and your goals with people who are not on the same level of faith. And these will be some of the people that seem to be the quote unquote, most religious, holy spiritual people that you know, <laughs> and they will try to talk you out of your dreams. And you're like, well, I know that's the vision I have. I know that's what God's given me to do. Like, what do you mean? Yeah.
0: And it's not that be we really love,
1: careful with this thing. Yeah,
0: we, it's not that we love them less, or we respect them less. No. It's just I just now know that I can't have these type of conversations with you.: If you love listening to Unestablished, you can support our podcast by going to the link in our bio and buying a wine. That's right, a wine. BuyMeACoffee.com allows listeners like you an easy way to say thanks. Plus, it only takes a minute. Your selflessness will assist in improving software and expanding Unestablished, a podcast made with you in mind. Available every Wednesday on all podcasting platforms. Thank you.
1: Listen, I know where we are and I know how to, to function accordingly. You know, one of the things that I think... um is so unfortunate as I too have heard from women, even with clients of mine. So in addition to being a business coach, I serve as a fractional executive for some companies. And so I lead them with strategic planning, HR consulting, operational consulting, technology implementations, and all kinds of things. But to see black women business owners who are so excited to be connected to someone that they feel like, hey, you have a genuine spirit, you have, you have positive energy. Our calls are motivational as well as talking about business. So we're here to talk about deliverables and we're here to talk about the project deadlines, but we're also going, just like you said, what are your goals? You know what? Let me encourage you with that. Let me give you a tidbit of how you can get there. The reality is we have to embody this idea of collaboration over competition. It is, it is truly necessary because we all collectively, we all individually have different strengths. We all have different experiences different backgrounds. But if we bring that together, then collectively, we're all going to win. And for whatever reason, we have within our community this sense that it's one or the other, that either I can be successful or you can, instead of, well, how do we work together and help each other be great?
0: You can have both. I want both. And Absolutely. I feel like I have both. So I... I have both. Yes. <laughs> you do.
1: <laughs> I do. Listen, and it's it's the most beautiful space to be in mm-hmm. on a journey like this because there's so many things that are unknown. And like you said, the relationships and the opportunities that come out of this. And so what I've found is that once you meet those people that you feel like these are my people and we're aligned and connected, it's like you latch arms and like, we are not letting go. You know, my (laughs) clients are saying, listen, we're about to embark on these new things and we're taking you with us, (laughs) you know? And I love that. I love that spirit of we're going to build this thing together. We're going to be great together. We're going to succeed together. And, why not? Because what, like, what
0: do you lose by offering resources to another person? Nothing. If anything, that That's person fine. is going to remember that you came through for them in the clutch and then they're going to turn around and do the same favor for you. I don't care if it's five years from now. I don't know what I may need, but I want my kindness mm-hmm. to be remembered. And that if I couldn't financially mm-hmm. support your business, I was physically there and supportive. So there's multiple ways that you Absolutely. can show up for your business besties.
1: And here's the other thing. I think that sometimes um, we have a tendency to feel like things are going to be uh, reciprocated from where we plant the seeds. And this was a Facebook post that a friend posted. And I said, sometimes we have to realize that where we reap the harvest may not be where we planted the seed. Mm -hmm. So there are times when you sow into people and you give and you share and you pour into them and you help them or you show up for them and they're not the person who's going to bless you. They're not the person who's going to show up for you. They're not the person who's going to help you in your business and that's okay. Part of this journey is learning to let go, learning to extend grace, learning to understand that everyone's not there yet. You know, it's like you literally have to increase your emotional intelligence yes. and, like, you know what? I went out of my way. I helped this person and they ran off into the sunset and I never heard from them again. Mm-hmm. And that's okay because there's going to be somebody else whose life you're going to impact and they're going to open the door and all kinds of opportunities and blessings and overflow will come as a result of that. So I just try to focus on let me make sure I'm doing what's right and doing what I'm led to do. And what's for me is for me. What's supposed to come my way is going to come my way. And when I tell you, I couldn't tell you the last time I posted on social media when I <laughs> I couldn't tell you the last time I was out soliciting for clients, but opportunities keep coming. My phone keeps ringing and, you know, we've had conversations about these things with opportunities that people just call me like, hey, would you be interested in this? Hey, can you give me a proposal for that? To the point that my business partner and I literally have been trying to develop uh, a a repository of people because we can't keep up with all of the opportunities that are coming to us. And we're operating from a very genuine space to say, if someone wants to step into this realm, as long as you have the right heart, the right spirit, and you work with a spirit of excellence, we're going to wrap our arms around you. We're going to help you be great too. And... It's, you know, I know some people think, oh, that's just, you know, it sounds too good to be true, but there really are people that operate in that, in that spirit and in that way. Yeah.
0: It's not hard. Life can be easy. No. Like why make it harder yeah. than it already has to be? Yeah. <laughs> so if it feels but right, I'm gonna go allow too. it to be right. <laughs>
1: All right. But that goes back to mindset and that goes back to people with unhealed traumas because some people are so uncomfortable when things are peaceful. Some people cannot be at peace mm. if there's not something going on. It doesn't feel right. Things feel too good. It this feels too good to be true. This can't be right. This is scary. And depending on what your experiences are and what your triggers are, that can be a real thing. And I've seen people who continue to self-sabotage even within their businesses, right outside of their personal life in your business. We're trying to create structure and we're trying to create systems and we're trying to help you move forward. And then you come in and you thwart the system. Those are deep rooted issues that have to be dealt with, because if you don't deal with them, your business will not reach the levels that it can. And it won't matter how amazing you are. It won't matter how smart you are. It won't matter how many resources you have. It just won't get there because you're in the way.
0: Right. Especially when it comes to spending money and you don't know where that money is coming from right away. Baby, ask me how I know. <laughs> <laughs> you have to see the overall picture yes. and commit to the overall vision.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. And in that vision, if it includes a significant other, you got to consider them too. <laughs> hmm. Because we can't be dating someone who doesn't understand the lifestyle of an entrepreneur. We're going to take, we're risky people, period. So Mm. if you're well collected, calculated, and, you know, (laughs) think everything through, that probably won't work.
1: No, it it doesn't. And, you know, my friends, so on this journey, so there's things that I never really considered myself to be a risk taker. But as I've been on this journey, my friends go, listen, you're more of a risk taker than we are. And that's okay, but it, what I love about it is, even though they're more conservative, they're willing to support it and be like, mm, "I believe in what you're trying to do, so you go ahead and you do it, and I'm gonna be here to support you." You know, and when you think about your significant other, your partner, your dating situation, you absolutely have to have someone who is your biggest cheerleader. I am blessed to have someone in my corner who thinks that I'm amazing. You know the mantra is, he's like, go be great. And by being great, I mean, go be you. And every, and you like, really? You think I'm great? You know, but you (laughs) need (laughs) someone. You need it. Really? What did I do? You need someone that encourages you in that way. But also just like we talked about with the business besties, that's willing to show up for you. That's willing to go on the trips with you. That's willing to get in the trenches and, you know, copy papers and put booklets together and move chairs around. And like, Maybe what you need me to do right. so that you can be successful. But that also takes a level of humility. Mm. Okay? Because some people want to be connected to you because they see your potential. They see that you're going to grow. They see that you're going to be amazing. You're on a trajectory. You're going to be amazing. I want to be connected to that. Right. But you have to have someone who can do it in a way that they have a level of humility. It is a, a genuine spirit, mm-hmm. it is a genuine appreciation of who you are. There's no ego in this. Yeah,
0: not what you can it, do for the person long term. They're just genuinely correct. there for you. Yeah.
1: They just want to see you win. They believe in you and they want to see you win. And I personally, when I tell you I'm incredibly blessed to have people in my circle that literally through the ups, the downs, the risks, <laughs> the crazy decisions that they go, now you're going to do what now? <laughs> Even when they don't, when they don't understand, you know, to have people who say, I'm with you, mm-hmm. okay, I'm with you. And when I, dr- when I bump my head and I go, that didn't work out so well, they they jump in and save you. Like that is huge because I've been in situations where people say, I support you, I believe in you. But the first time you make a mistake, Oh, they withdraw their help. They withdraw that support. That that love is not quite as strong. Oh, you shouldn't have done you that. You shouldn't
0: leave that. You shouldn't have left your job. You should have stayed at that nine to five with that, that good with job, that right. With that insurance and that government uh-huh. check, and you should have just yes. figured something else
1: out. Mm-hmm. But so, so now you're on your own.
0: <laughs> no, I I know that guy would make a way, but um, I was watching um. Fools of America with a close friend. Mm-hmm. And we, one of the things that dawned on me was like, these companies, they, some of them haven't even been around for a hundred years. So, mm-hmm. and they're, you know, mega multi-franchise. If they can do that within the last 60 years, why can't I do it? What's stopping me from doing it now when I have a supportive, significant other, I have all these um, resources, I have a community that I'm building, like, what keeps us from being able to do the exact same thing? So I think. You can't have a vision that big and not have somebody in your corner that you are Mm -hmm. around all the time when it comes to dating or whatever that doesn't believe in the possibility, just simply the possibility of something that great existing as well. Um, Mm Because, I mean, they say, like, the rotten apple will, you know, make the other apples rotten faster. Mm -hmm. And it's so true. Like, if you hear it enough, you're going to start believing whatever that person is saying. Mm
1: -hmm. No matter how strong you think you are. And you know what? It goes back to, like you said, why could not? It starts with belief. Can you believe that this is possible? And what I find so often, we limit ourselves, especially as people of color. We have a tendency to believe that, you know, certain levels of success are not attainable for us. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, you know, Mm -hmm. such and such can do that because... Or, yeah, well, you know, they're he, such and such as an athlete or an entertainer. It's like, mm-hmm. no. And here's the other thing. I think that the other issue is that there aren't enough successful people that are talking about being successful, right? Because one of the things that I became very aware of when I worked at the accounting firm was there are a lot of people who are Black that are not old that <laughs> are very that's cool. Why do, you we do that? It's always and, the old
0: people that have all the money. <laughs> right.
1: like there are some young successful people, and but I think that it's one of those things that we're not necessarily sharing that information all the time, so that we can build that community and so that people can be inspired by our stories. And I'm guilty of that myself. You know, my my business bestie flusters at me all the time. She's like, people don't know who you are. So she believes that I can do anything on the moon, the stars, you know. but if I don't put myself out there, and so that's a, one of the reasons that I'm pushing myself beyond my comfort zone in this next year is because I have to believe that all of the experiences and exposure and the knowledge that I've gained is not about me keeping it to myself and only sharing it with my few clients and friends, mm-hmm. right? there's a bigger purpose. And so I think more of us have to do that where we have to step outside of ourselves. And let's be honest and be open to facing some judgment in some cases and criticisms and critiques, but for the bigger purpose of helping, making sure out. somebody knows it's possible. Yes, yeah.
0: Yes. I, that was one of the things you and I talked about before where I feel like I don't have an example of someone that is Mm -hmm. a business owner that has taken the same journey that I'm taking it. Mm -hmm. And not that every journey has to look the same for you to be able to follow it, but there's always something that you can take away from somebody's experience. But one of the things that I've had Mm -hmm. to accept that the industry that I'm going into, you know, it's, it's still respectful. It's still something that people Mm -hmm. value. It's not something that um, people are going to, you know, look down on. So, I have to network within the, within the industry itself okay. to find a role model or somebody who is a black woman who is, um, can resonate with the things that I'm experiencing from day to day. Like this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Well, when this episode airs in October, <laughs> this will be weekends ago, but <laughs> um, weekends ago, like I had a client who basically told me I needed to go on a slight diet.
1: Now. Wow. Yeah. Boundaries,
0: <laughs> very much not uh respected. So, <laughs> so I text one of my uh, cleaning friends in Columbia. She's been in the industry for three years, and uh, she was able to like laugh through the moment with me because otherwise, I was like, wow. you know, gonna sit with that in my head. So, yeah, like you gotta appreciate the people and mm. have somebody that is most. Um, that most resembles where you are because you cannot tell me if I had a Caucasian person who has, you know, a different clientele market who cannot understand what I'm going through from day to day. Exactly. Like it's just not going to be the same conversation. So not that we have to exclude other people from being able to contribute to Mm -hmm. our lifestyle, but you have to be honest with where you are.
1: (laughs) Yes. And then I think also it's important to engage with people who are beyond where you are. So one of the things that I love about my clients that I work with on a fractional executive basis is that they have built seven figure businesses. So it's really cool to listen to their stories and to just see how they operate and I am honored and humbled to be able to add my two cents to what they're doing and they feel like I'm helping to make them better. I'm like, really? This is really cool. Representation
0: matters.
1: Yes. It it is so inspiring to watch these Black women and they've built these businesses, right, from scratch. And so what we talk about is how do we, because one of the things that they're, in both cases, they're working on is how do we now, now that we've worked our butts off and we built this business... How do we get to a place where we can have more of that freedom that we really want? And I think a lot of times we just believe that having a business like we're going to forever just be toiling and working so hard. And it's like, no, one of the things you and I talked about is like, at some point you have to build your team because you're going to need help from other people to get things done um, or you'll burn yourself out.
0: Yes, I need an accountant right now. Like, I can do it, yeah. <laughs> but I don't mm-hmm. want to. I want to be, you know, envisioning, um, well, brainstorming, <laughs> you know, sales mm-hmm. and creative ways to retain employees yes. and um, creative ways to retain clients. Like, that's where my strong suit is. So when, the sooner you recognize that and the thing admit the things that you need help with, there is no problem in that. Go get the help you need.
1: Yes. But again... I'm going to go back to this is why I say you're going to meet yourself because you have to be honest with yourself about your strengths, your weaknesses. Mm -hmm. And you have to have a level of humility and be open and vulnerable enough to say to someone else, I need help in this area. I am not as strong here. And know that that does not diminish whatever my zone of genius is. But here's the thing. Back to the idea of collaboration over competition. If we work together together and everyone stays in their collective zone of genius, right? And everybody's operating in the spirit of what they do best. We are unstoppable. (laughs) The problem is that we're so spread thin, right? And I get it because sometimes it's resources. I know I've been through that in my own business where I was like, shucks, I should have gotten into building business credit. I should have done some things differently because I'm at a point now where I recognize I am not going to grow Mm -hmm. in the way that I could without a team. Like It's just become very apparent you're going to need a team. There's plenty of opportunity. There are plenty of things that I can do, but I'm going to need a team to support me because my zone of genius is the strategy. Mm -hmm. It's coming up with the vision. It's figuring out how to organize the plan. The execution of it, I could do it. Do I want to do it? No. No. <laughs> no. And here's the thing. For a while, I would beat myself up about that. Like, oh, well, why don't you want to do the hard work? Why don't you want to do this piece? And you have to be okay and give yourself grace and go, that's just not my gifting. That's not my thing. But there's somebody that that's their thing. That's the thing that they they do really well. And so my business partner and I, we've built our business around that. you know, I'm more of the visionary, the strategy. She's like, okay, once you figure out what we're doing, tell me and I'm going to make it happen, (laughs) you know, and it works because we both operate in our zone of genius and then we can, you know, brainstorm, we can look at things from different perspectives. Um, I think that's the other thing about building a team. So many entrepreneurs and just in life, not just in, in business, but. So many people go, well, I'm going to do this myself, or I don't need anybody, you know, and it's just me. You get and, you burned know, out so no fast.
0: So fast.
1: And guess what? You're limited to what you know.
0: Exactly. Listen.
1: You are. <laughs> <Now> you- <laughs> You're limited to what you know.
0: you sitting here struggling on a and- task for two months. When somebody knew, you know, the key to getting that done in a week, all you had to do was open your mouth and ask for but-
1: help. But pride and ego goes. I'm gonna figure this out. And again, I'm not perfect. I do this all the time. And my business partner's like, I'm gonna let you continue to, you know, stress yourself out with that. You could just ask me to help <laughs> you. With this. You know. And you know, sometimes she's doing something. I'm going, okay. So why are you trying to figure that out? Because you could just do A, B, C, and D. You know. Right. it's but it also building that rapport where you can just say that. Right. <laughs> why are you doing that? Because. I could do that. So we had a conversation yesterday. She's like, you know, you need to stop doing. You're doing too much. And so my response was, mm-hmm. And I have to have the resources to pay people to do. <laughs>
0: so, so somebody but, has to do first. Is it the chicken before the egg or the egg before the so, chicken? Which high what do you want? Right? <laughs>
1: which is a conversation that you and I have had about building a team, right? Yes. So do you wait until you have the people so that you can take on these additional contracts? Or do you get the people where you encumber the expense and you're waiting on the business? It's a balance, mm-hmm. right? But you reach a point where one, ha- you just have to do it. You got to pull the trigger and you do it in the most, in the smartest way that you possibly can. Right. <laughs> right. There's
0: no perfect um, answer to any of this. There, just there do is whatever. No perfect,
1: it's a risk. Yes. it's a risk you're gonna jump off the ledge and you know hopefully you land well if not go ahead and fail at it learn what you can from it as they say fail fast fail forward and keep going but you're going to need people and what I have seen is when you bring in that other talent they're gonna think of things that you don't think of like I have a virtual assistant she's a college student she's part time I get this contract for this technology implementation so i'm telling her about this project and what you know what the deliverables are and all these things and she immediately goes well we should do this this and this i'm like oh wow that's a great idea i hadn't thought of that so if this was me executing on my own again i'm limited to what i know i'm limited to things that make sense to me The other day, we're having a conversation. I was like, you know, I really need to develop some templates for these types of situations. She goes, oh, I have some resources I can pull for that. I can do that for you. Really? <laughs> well, sometimes. This
0: is working for her right? You just have to
1: say. <laughs> yeah. Listen, but you just have to say, and that's something I'm learning. I was the independent woman. I can do this. I got this, you know, and you learn that I need help. I need love. I need support. My goal is to live a soft life. I want to rest in my femininity. So in order to do those things, you have to be okay and and embrace having help.
0: Yes. And my motto for 2023 that I've already accepted is live a life of Mm. no regrets. So Mm -hmm. I have to take this journey because I don't want to be 10 years from now thinking about what if. What if what if I did take that chance and it was successful? I don't want to have that. Yes. On my list of things. My friend and
1: I So related to that, my friend and I, our new saying is do all the things. (laughs) And so that comes from so, I have, we both have these relationships with seasoned people. We won't call them old, but seasoned people. <laughs> and in conversations with these people who are late 60s, in their 70s, when we're talking to them about their experiences, the one thing that we found that rang true is they all felt like, If I could go back and do it all over again, I would have done that thing, whatever that thing was, Mm -hmm. the thing that you thought you were judging yourself because it wasn't the right thing to do Mm -hmm. or you felt like it wasn't the proper thing to do. So, you know, like my friend, she's talking to this lady who's 75 and she's like, I would have drank more. I would have smoked more. I'd have had more sex. Like she's like, I'd have just done all (laughs) the things, you know, (laughs) do all the things. And, you know, I'm talking to one of my mentors and she says to me, she's like, baby, let me tell you something. He was like, make whatever decisions you want to make, do whatever you want to do. She said, but do one, do me one favor. And I was like, What's that? She's like, Have no regrets. Mm. She said, Because whatever it was, it was what you wanted in that moment. She's like, So do it. Whatever decision you want to make, make it, but just don't have any regrets. The people we're talking to who now are, you know, nearing the end of their life, that's their advice, that's their guidance. And here we are today with the power to do and take chances so what if it may not work so what
0: there will always be it a job waiting work. for us
1: there will be a job so they like to say take risks you know with these business opportunities take risks with your friendships your relationships yes. putting your pushing yourself outside your comfort zone because what do you have to lose <laughs> Because like, yeah, what is pride? I mean, may...
0: if all of the skeletons came out the closet, we would be screaming and running anyway. So, you know, all it takes is one person to come on social media and be like, this is what I know about her. So, I mean, let's just go ahead and put the pride out there and kill it while we're at it. Like, you can't beat me at my own yeah. game. <laughs> exactly.
1: and, you know, my mom and I had that conversation at one point. We were talking about a situation. She was like, and I know you may be concerned. It was someone I had been close to. And she's like, I know you may be concerned about some of." The intimate details of your life being shared. Yeah, And she was like, but at the end of the day, what's the worst that could happen? Like, And, and are you really going to let that stop you? Right. right. Okay. I might fail. This business could crash and burn. Okay. I can get a job. You know, I, and I guess for me, I have had to rebuild my life a few times. I was young and very successful and I lost all of that and I've been on a journey and I'm rebuilding it. So I have a different perspective from a lot of people. I can get it again. I can do it again. I I lost it and got it back. I can do it again. And so some people say, you know, you just never give up. I'm never giving up. (laughs) I get my, I am never giving up. You have to know I'm never giving up whatever that looks like. Exactly.
0: (sighs) As we like to say on unestablished, <laughs> let's pass the collection plate because that was a word.
1: <laughs> and the doors of the church are open. Right.
0: Oh my goodness! Thank you so much, Coach Joe, for being here with me today. I know I had oh, to twist you your arm to come me. and spend more time with me, your favorite client, <laughs> yes,
1: my favorite. But <laughs> I, I, it's truly, truly my pleasure. You know, I enjoy our conversations. I'm so excited for all of the things that you're doing and what you're about to do and to see you be on this entrepreneurial journey, to see you walk into full-time entrepreneurship and live your best life. Because, you know, we're already talking about what does your life look like beyond you as a business person. Mm -hmm. It's about cultivating a life. And I'm so excited to see where you go. I'm just excited to, you know, honored to be on the journey with you. And it is truly, truly my pleasure uh, I was looking like, what in my world am I going to say? No. But this has been
0: fun. <laughs> Thank you. No, <laughs> don't um, be nervous at all. So listeners, um, Jovan is not taking clients at the moment whenever she, because uh, she, you know, she's focused on me, but um, <laughs> whenever she does open her books back up, you can, Jovonne, let them know where they can follow you so um, they can stay you up can to date.
1: follow me. On Facebook and Instagram at Coach Joe, and that is spelled C-O-A-C-H-J-E-A-U-X. I am from Louisiana, so it's Coach Joe, C-O-A-C-H-J-E-A-U-X. And stay tuned because we will be opening up some things next year once I build the team.
0: (laughs) Congratulations. I'm excited.
1: Thank you. Thank you. All
0: right. Listeners, if you have any questions, hit us up at unestablishedpodcast at gmail.com and we will uh, share your reviews or give a response to your questions. And awesome. let's go to Wine and with Wine. Two, three, four, whining with wine.
1: Tell me your grievances, whining with wine. Girls, what is on your mind? Tell me what's on your mind.
0: (laughs) Now you have to give her a professional response. I hope that you feel better. (laughs) But which one of your homegirls can do my hair in the meantime?
1: Who are you sending people to? somebody backup.
0: Who's her backup? Listen, that's why I'm happy that I lost my hair because I cannot do <laughs> I pulled up a picture where I went through my wig phase. And this was in uh-huh. either like my junior and fresh um, senior year of college. I looked like I was a good 50, 45, 50. In this picture, it was bad. And I had the whole, like, oh, wow. it was bad. I had the whole, like, color going wow. on. The whole Grandma burgundy yes. color going on.
1: Yeah. Oh my
0: gosh. Let me show it to you. Look at that. Look at that wig. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah. What was yes. I doing? Yes. <laughs> you do look much older with that wig off. <laughs> you look older in that wig than you do now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And that was a good. Literally. that was a good ten years ago. I didn't know no better. Wow! I quickly learned that wigs is not. But we we
1: have we have all been there. And like I say, because my hair has fallen out, I'm just like I don't know what to do. Like I used to have hair, I don't have hair. It's like it won't do right. It's you
0: have a head full mm-hmm. of hair. It looks cute. But I get it. Um, We're our worst critics. We'll be like, I can see the bald spots. <laughs>
1: See, then I started pulling up all the old pictures, but look how long it was. <laughs> and people like, oh, my God, that's your hair? Don't you hate when people, oh, my God, that's your hair? <laughs> yes, that was my hair. <laughs> that's your hair? Yes, that was my hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, we go through transitions. People don't know what to say.
1: Mm.
0: I look at some oh, old I pictures can't... and be like, oh, my God, I was so skinny. I can say that. Don't you dare open your mouth and say a thing. Oh, you know,
1: people are good for that. Right. Oh, my God, you were so little. <laughs> and what what's funny about that is at that time, you thought you were so big, right? I look at yes. those kids like I thought I was huge. And, like, now I would kill <laughs> to be that size. Like, I am the heaviest that I have ever been in life. Mm-hmm. You have to understand. I am bigger than I was when I was nine months pregnant with either of my children, Okay. So now I'm like, what I wouldn't give to be that size again.
0: Beating ourselves up for nothing,
1: <laughs> girl. This has been hilarious. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: So I I'm had sorry. a list of wine with wines that I usually um, that I have been running. Okay, <clears throat> but now I'm down to the bottom of my list, and I remember having this conversation with somebody. And we were talking about ways that you kill ant piles in the yard. And I was like, so you've never put grits on the ant pile? Because supposedly it's supposed right. to make the grit, the ants like explode when they eat it. No. I know. It's the most country thing ever. So, of course, now that I'm older and doing <laughs> research on my own... <laughs> I'm like, why are we wasting good ass grits outside on them? There?
1: <laughs> the ass over there eating good breakfast, baby. Good breakfast.
0: Yes. Good so breakfast. apparently it's like a, a myth where like they don't really explode, but the science behind it is like when they eat it, their body can't digest it. So they just essentially die. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I would sprinkle the I grits. Never
1: like- <laughs> in life. Never in life have I sprinkled grits on an apple. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. Never. Being on this podcast brings up so many memories. <laughs> it makes me question so much of my childhood. Um, Things that people told us know, that we believed as kids, it's just crazy. Like, you know, don't swallow yes. the watermelon seed or you go get pregnant. Like, just cra- fool <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> we went with it. We went with it.
0: Right. Sure did. And it, what, what is something that you wish people would do better as far as business goes?
1: Respect my time.
0: I know that's right.
1: Respect my time. Like if we schedule something or or if you need to interact with me or connect with me or whatever the case may be, then have the respect to know that I have other things going on or you may need to schedule an appointment with me. You may not be able to call me and get me on the phone when you want to talk to me because I may have other things going on. Or if we make an appointment, keep that appointment or at least communicate with me if we're not going to keep it because I have put my life or business or what have you on pause in anticipation of that thing. And so if you're not if it's not gonna happen, just communicate. Hey, just like, you know, tonight we're like, hey, running behind. Can we push this back? No problem. It's not a problem. Life happens. Right. But I just it just as they say it grinds my gears. <laughs> so, you know, because here's the thing that I've said recently about my life, this lifestyle is a lifestyle of freedom, but I live and die by my calendar. Mm-hmm. And so the calendar allows me to know when I need to work, when I can goof off, when I can, you know, throw in a nail appointment or whatever else I have going on. And so it is freedom because I'm in control of the time, but I have to plan it right. to a degree. Right. And so when people just want to come in and just bogart their way into the day, it's like, that's not it, sir, (laughs) ma'am.
0: I didn't have plans for you today.
1: I I did not have you because here's the other thing. I may not have mentally prepared for whatever it is. And in the world I'm in, people are expecting me to have an answer or have something intelligent to say when we speak. It's I don't understand why people don't get that. Like, you want me to have an answer for the thing that you're asking me about, but you've given me no opportunity to prepare for. It.
0: Yeah, that's something that I've had <laughs> then, to, you know. to learn in the last couple of, like the last two years. Just respect people's time and boundaries. Like, and I, I just really struggled with that and didn't realize. Like when I call you, I want your attention. I. I may yeah. or may not ask you what you got going on because I need something right here and right <laughs> I, now. I'm trying to
1: tell you something. Right. I'm trying to tell you, but you know, and that happens sometimes. And, you know, based on the nature of the relationship, hey, friends, close people people that are close to you, that's one thing. But in the business environment, it just drives me crazy. And they're like, yeah, give me a call Okay, well, I have a couple of calls scheduled already.
0: Oh, now, don't call <laughs> so. me out now, because I know I did that one time. And you was like, um, the rest of my afternoon is booked, but I could talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she better I'm get me I straight. Like- yeah, she got me all the way together. <laughs> she said, let me go ahead and nip this in the board <laughs> no, right now. <laughs>
1: But, you know, here's the thing. It's like sometimes it's just that way, you know, because I'm also a single parent. So you t- you got to figure out what the kids have going on. Does a child have something? You got to pay some kind of attention to them when they come in. They want to talk to you. They want to eat. They want snacks. You know, it's it's a whole thing. And so sometimes you may not be free again until they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Well, by that time, you're mentally probably not in the best space for some of those things. Or depending on what deadlines I have because I may have planned my goofing off Mm -hmm. but earlier (laughs) I may have work to do it does happen that way sometimes I intentionally go I'm gonna goof off and I'll work later Mm -hmm. so sometimes I'm not free you know later because I need to get work done before I have a deadline so that's my whining with wine people not respecting time and just you know there's other things going. There are other things going on in the world besides, besides whatever they have going on. Right, and it's not personal. It's just I'm one person. You know, it's just it's hard sometimes.
0: Yeah, I guess I'll share you with other people.
1: Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Appreciate you because then be, my friend said that she's like you have too many clients. There's too many people that want to talk to you. Just too many people.
0: <laughs> no, just schedule me every t- every Tuesday, please. We'll be fine.
1: I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha.
0: All right. Well, let's take this, wrap this up and let you go reclaim your time.
1: (laughs) All right. I will. I will. Thank you so much for having me. It was truly, truly my pleasure. You're welcome.
0: Cheers. Bye.